Hello, hockey fans, and welcome back once again to the most watched show in junior hockey. My name, Lucas Jones, kicking off this podcast as I've done for the last, oh, 495 episodes that we've recorded in the last month. We certainly hope that you've been enjoying all of the great Summer Sessions content, including some of our game shows, our incredible conversations. We've had a whole bunch of them. We continue to bring in some of the best of the best around the world of hockey to talk about the impact that they're having. But first, as always, I have to bring in a man who's always having an impact. Because he always believes that whether it's positive or negative, hey, any press is good press. It's Dan K. Dan, welcome back to the podcast. And that's why I got a mustache, Lucas. Any press is good press. And right now, stop the presses. Dan K. Full off-season mustache mode. We're officially there. But what we are also officially there with is an organization that I love. A team that this past year, we got a chance to call a couple games for to see this hard-hitting this high-flying, this incredible action on the ice, but more importantly, some of the amazing things they're doing off the ice in the community and in player advancement, most importantly for those parents and families and players listening into the most watched show in junior hockey nationwide. And I'm going to let this guy, it's his first time on, we always have a little tradition here, Lucas, we let folks introduce themselves into the folks at home when it's their first audio podcast appearance. We've talked to him before around events and in person, we've talked to him on the bench during a game or two, but good sir, I'm going to have you introduce yourself into the folks at home. Who are we talking to today? Uh, Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. It's Jeremy Blumis, I'm the head coach, GM of the Ontario Junior Reign. Uh, Ontario is 40 minutes east of Los Angeles. We're going into our third season. Um, our first year, I got hired the last week of July, which isn't the best time to put together a program, but uh, been around a while, 20, 20 plus years, a uh, little bit of time in the AJ, the SJ, midget AAA back home in Calgary, Alberta, and uh, managed to put together a team that by the end of it on the last night of the regular season we uh beat the team we were chasing for the last playoff spot and uh that w- that was certainly a good start uh going into our second year we uh did a good job of recruiting having a, a an entire off season to to find the right guys the right players and um we currently have uh six seven guys that are going to be taking a step to the next level and I always say you develop players and and you win games and when a third of our roster is is moving on uh the the result of that is we went 34 and 11 in our second season and going into our third year here I'm 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 real excited about uh our prospects in the Pacific Pacific division uh now that being said I I think our division is going to be a real dogfight where only the top four teams are going to uh, qualify for playoffs and I look around and Bakersfield's going to be improved. Tahoe's going to be improved. Uh, Vegas, uh, is always good. Fresno, of course. Um, so I, I think every night's going to be a real entertaining, uh, game to, uh, to play and, and call. And I certainly think if, if players are, are, are weighing their options, our division where it's going to be competitive and, and it is going to be a dogfight. Well, competition is how players get better, right? So uh, I, I'm real excited about uh, going into year three here. 
And now, Coach, the the one thing that was the the resounding notice from everybody we talked to in the Pacific Division is that you guys were difficult to play against. And that was above any other team in the Pacific. Nobody wanted to see Ontario on the ice any given day. And I, I think it's a testament to the way you coach the game, the way you see the game on the ice, and, and just as importantly, how the guys in those uniforms for you get out there and play that game each and every day. Kind of talk about the, the type of player you recruit and, and the type of system you're running out there in Ontario. Well, we, we want to play the game the right way. We want to be hard to play against. This Our objective is player advancement. So when I look at where our guys are going to play the following season, I'm thinking to myself, this guy, it, if he's a first-line guy with us, the following year, he's going to start on the fourth line. That's where he's going to start, right? And then the development and work ethic, he, he's going to climb his way up. But um, you, you need to be hard to play against. If you're going to make a team as a first-year guy, typically it's going to be on that fourth line. So you need to play the game the right way. You need to skate in straight lines. You need to finish checks. You need to get pucks out. You need to get pucks deep. Uh, you know, insert a few other cliches, guys, but... Um, it's about player advancement. So, so when I look at how we design practice, how we run the bench, how we uh, operate, it, it, everything is with the with the the objective in mind. How do we get this guy to the next level? So, so yeah, we're 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 pretty miserable to play against. Uh, we we pride ourselves on that, and um, you know, I <laughs> going into going into next year uh i'm hoping we don't uh lead the lead the league in uh pims again we're we're gonna want to cut down on that but uh our, our pk certainly was excellent and ethan mckibben who who were really gonna miss uh i i think if he wasn't first he was second or third in in the league in in shorthanded goals and then uh max Cathal wasn't far behind so um yeah we we want to be hard to play against, that's for sure. Yeah, and you talk about Cathal and Heinzel both going to San Diego State ACHA. You, you've, you've got guys going to the CCHL. you you got Perro who's got that dog in him going up to Twin City and the NCDC. Layton going to the SJ. Like, talk about this, this, this program and, and how is it so successful at moving these guys to the next level? And, and can you kind of let folks know who's moving on and, and who's going where? Yeah, uh, well, the news of the day, uh, the Rockland Nationals announced that Jacob signed with them uh, out of their camp. It was the last weekend of May. Uh, Adam Layden was the first one to sign with the Notre Dame Hounds in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Uh, Matteo Perro, who joined us, I think it was the first or second week of October and just lit it up he was he was right around a, a couple points a game he signed with uh twin cities and the ncdc Cathal and heinzel signed with san diego state a program here in southern california that i think phil bateman that program's just going to keep getting better and better um and then we have a couple other guys that are are real close but you know we we don't make any announcements until things become official so uh, I, I I think that when all is said and done, we're we're going to be looking at a third of the roster. Um, you know what, what what's the secret sauce? What's the 
magic recipe. I think it's it's not secret sauce at all. It's it, it's just hard work. And um, you know, when we, when we were eliminated from playoffs, I, I tried to take the next day off, and then um, the, the following day, I'm I, I'm working the phones trying to find opportunities for my guys, and of course. They're, their parents and, and player reps, they're reaching out as well. But, um, I mean, I think we all know the hockey's a 365-day-a-year sort of endeavor if, if you want to do it right. Um, and, and like I said at the start, our, our objective is player advancement. And um, whether that's in-season or off-season, uh, we're, we're trying to move our players on. Yeah, and Coach, I always call myself the least bright man with three college degrees. And Ontario Junior <laughs> League, folks at home, you know, when I started driving across the Canadian border, people were upset. They were like, you're going to miss the game, Dan. You're off by about 3,500 miles right now. So what you guys uh, kind of talk about that that community of Ontario there in, in California and also just mm-hmm. what you guys do in it. Like, like one of my favorite things to watch is the social media of the Ontario Junior Reign. And seeing just how much of this organization is not happening on the ice, but happening in the community. Can you kind of talk a little bit about Ontario and just everything you guys are doing there in, in that community? Absolutely. Um, end of the day, we're all, we're all going to end up playing beer league. Um, so it's, for, for me, it's what kind of, what kind of young men are these guys going to be after the year they spend with us? So, um, you know, there's the, the, for us, it's, it's hockey, education, life skills. And I think that the work we do in the community not only makes them better young men, but it certainly improves their chances when they go to apply for a job or they go to apply for a school. So that when Jacob Pelche has a long list of volunteer experience and a letter of recommendation from his coach uh, and a 3.0, and he, he applies to the school X and another player uh player x as a 3.0 but none of that experience i think jacob's getting into that school of his choice and so um and then the and then the other part of it being a guy that coached minor hockey before uh coaching professionally i i really think there's a lot of value in teaching our guys the value of altruism um how good it feels to, to give back and the, and the value of that experience. Um, so our guys, we, we, we did some work with Huerta La Valle. Uh, my, my Canadian Spanish is, is, is no bueno, but uh, that's a, <laughs> uh, a gardening, uh, a, a community garden that helps less fortunate. Um, the, uh, We've worked with the USO that, that helps the military guys uh, uh, get a little bit more comfortable when they're going from A to B. Uh, one of our top billet moms, well, they're all top, but one of our one of our billet moms, uh, she's involved with the USO, so the guys help out there. Um, there's the United Way. There's Justice for Youth. Um, our guys are also minor hockey coaches. We practice in the morning, and then we're in the gym right after that. And then once or twice, and yeah, the guys are in the community. And um, we look at it like hockey is your nine-to-five job this season. And um, a tired dog's a good dog. The busier we keep them, the less the less trouble those guys get into. And um, 
we're real proud of uh, the community service that we've we've done over the past couple of years. Something that's got me real excited is I met with the Montclair School District um, three, four weeks ago, and we're going to start a pilot program where our guys are going to teach uh, the two elementary schools closest to our rink uh, road hockey. And uh, I, I think getting getting those young kids excited about the game, hopefully we, we pick up some fans and pick up some uh, hockey players that will uh, join the youth associations down the road. And um, again, that the value of altruism, just, just our guys giving back. I know that uh, you can't put any value on it. It's just, uh, it, uh, it's a fantastic experience for them and, and something that is an organization are real proud of. Yeah. And I can, I can agree with that statement for sure. I mean, I, you know, our, our fans and viewers know that you know, I've pretty pretty extensive tutoring experience and most recently with college applications and the biggest thing that these colleges want to see you know they want to see decent grades right they want to see that you didn't slack off your senior year they want to see you know some good standardized testing scores but the biggest thing they want they want real experience whether it's volunteering whether it's having a job whether it's you know working to build your community right these are the things that are so important in not just creating a numbers robot. They want real people to attend their schools, right? So if you have that record, it's great. And if you have a team like, uh, you know, like Ontario here, that's willing to offer you all of those things as part of your service, quote unquote, to the team, to the community, that is, I can tell you, that is is certainly a huge advantage. And I got to imagine, coach, that, you know, the, the community recognizes the efforts and, in in a way, the, those players become kind of kind of celebrities, kind of well known inside the community. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, um, Adam Layden and Jacob Pelche. It's funny they 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 were billet brothers, and um, every Tuesday Thursday night they were shooters for Lock Corley, uh, a, a goalie coach that operates out of our our home rink. And by the end of the season, uh, when it comes to you know who 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 led the home games and high fives Pelch and, and Adam were, were near the top of the list. So um, yeah, it, it, it's good for the guys egos uh, uh, becoming big wheels in the community. Absolutely. Yeah. And to, like I said, to be able to get that plus to be able to give back to a community is, is just so important. And uh, you know, you, you talk about some of the guys that are they're on your team year after year. Right. And you're, you know, you talk about going into year three, right? So preserving that, preserving that team identity is so important year after year. And one of the biggest assets in preserving that identity is the coaching staff, right? So we wanted to kind of ask you about the coaches that are, are either with you on game day or some of the staff that kind of helps around the facility, helps on the practice days to be able to keep that team, not just game through game great, but year after year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think we've got a great staff and, and we've added a, a, a huge piece going forward. So uh, Tony Vargas has been with me since day one and Tony absolutely loves the game. Uh, he, he's there for the right reasons. And um, I, I don't know if you guys can tell, but sometimes I'm not the easiest guy to, 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 to be around and, and a credit to Tony and, and, and his loyalty, but um, you know, he, he, he's been excellent and, and he, he'll be uh, joining us going into year three. 
We got Spencer McClay, who's uh, a full-time goalie coach. Not a lot of tier three teams have a full-time goalie coach. And he's on the ice with us once a week. And um, Spencer played a little bit of college, played a little bit of pro. I, I really think the, the value, value Spencer brings to the table is uh, the relationships with it, that he builds with his goalies. Um, you know, the, the other thing is we only carry three. That, that's a commitment to the, to the guys that uh, we, we bring in. There's a lot of teams that have four or five guys. And um, I, I think when the objective is player development, you, you owe it to your guys to be your guys. Um, and then we got Rick Roberts, who's our educational advisor. And he, he helped a bunch of our guys figure out the college application process and um, the, those ins and outs. And, and Rick's an invaluable member of the staff. And then uh, the big addition is is uh, former fourth-round pick Andrew O'Brien, uh, selected by the Ducks, played six years in the AHL, four years uh, in Europe, and um, he's looking forward to, to settling down and, and not living life on the road. And um, he, He's going to be our assistant coach, and I think that um, our defensemen that are coming in that, that are going to have an opportunity, well, all our players, that are going to have an opportunity to learn from Andrew uh, and myself included and the rest of the staff. Uh, we're really looking forward to what Andrew's going to bring to the table. So um, I, I, I'm real excited about uh, the program we're putting together here. So you've got, you've got essentially decades of professional experience on this bench. You've got academic educational advisors. You've got, You've you've got everybody back there, right? You're you're out there. You're you're out there helping these players move on to to continue to develop themselves, and 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 that's great. And I love that because I mean that's what that's what it is, right? It's it's and you show your commitment to that by moving players on to all different levels, right? We mentioned you know we mentioned ACHA, we mentioned you know other leagues, we mentioned the NCDC as well. You have players moving on to right. So there is very obviously a commitment from your team and your organization to developing developing these players moving them on giving them you know kind of what what they're paying for out here right ice time you know making sure that they're able to to continue that and you know I, I, that's going to pay dividends i think for any skater who's willing to come out to to ontario to play and coach my last question before i kick it over to dan for a little bit more a little bit more fun questioning for you is for any player who is thinking about Ontario is either as a result of recruiting or something else. What is the competition like inside that division day in and day out? Well, every year it changes, but I know from my first year to the second year, every game was, there was a lot more one goal games. There was a lot more, uh, tightly contested battles. Um, I, I think I think year three every every game is going to be a dogfight. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said at the at the top, um, I think that through competition, that that's how that's how players improve. Um, so, so I I expect more player advancement, not just from our team, but but other teams within our division, uh, moving forward. Now, coach, you look at you look at this time of year. You know, some call it the off season. I always like to throw air quotes around that because I feel like we do the most work this time of year. 
Where Where is your roster at this time of year? I mean, how close are you to being filled up? If I'm a player listening at home right now, is is there room for me to reach out? Like, what does this time of year look for you, like for you? Yeah, I, I've spent um, – when I, when I crossed the border in September at the start of this season, I applied for my green card. Um, and I'm still waiting for the for, for the green light to go back to Canada. Um, and so I've done all my recruiting this off season here in the U S and it, it, it's been a bit of a different animal and there, there's still plenty of spots, uh, up for grabs. We, we had a, a, a prep camp in May. We, it was really well attended. There was 120 kids and, there was a lot of 06s and 07s that I think are a couple years away that I think the, the value in it is, is them understanding what the USPHL is all about. Uh, because we're, we are relatively new um, and, and people need to wrap their heads around the, the model, right? Um, I mean, it's, it's an ever-changing um as far as spots or, or guys we have signed, um, you know, we, we, we've got some commitments and, and there's still uh, plenty of spots up for grabs. We're, we're going to do another camp, uh, an August prep camp, the weekend of uh, August 11th to 13th here at Center Ice. Um, I think that there's a lot of value in a, a player attending the facility and meeting the coaching staff and having a workout in, in our gym and meeting the, the returning veteran players and understanding what the, the culture is all about. Um, so I, I think that there's, there, there's plenty of opportunity. There's some guys that we've signed and, and committed that we're real excited about. And um, when the time is right, we'll, we'll make those announcements. Absolutely love it, Coach. And now we've talked about the organization. We've talked about the great staff and the decades of experience. We've talked about the work you're doing in the community. We've talked about me making a wrong turn at Albuquerque and going the wrong direction to the wrong Ontario. We've talked about it all. Now, Coach, I'm going to throw a little surprise at you here. We've got a minute-long game show that I used to do with the Philadelphia Flyers, okay? And we've had every coach in our summer sessions interviews on this game show it's simple though it's nothing too crazy you'll get a minute on the clock and as quickly as you can i will ask you personal questions like what's your favorite color what's your favorite food simple stuff you'll answer as quickly as you can and we'll see how many you get in a minute so that folks can learn a little bit more about jeremy bloomis of the ontario junior range does that sound good sounds great all right we are ready to go the clock won't start until i've asked you your first question Give you a chance to get out of the gates, and if I screw up, it'll give you more time. Ready? Go. What's your favorite color, Coach? Blue. Oh, who's your favorite sports team? Flames. If I stranded you on a deserted island and you could only have one food forever, what would that food be? Ribeye. Oh, great choice. I'm hitting pause for a second, Lucas. That was such a good answer. I'm going to restart the clock when I start this next question. Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? If you don't, you can pass. Uh, they're, they're all fantastic. I, I don't. You, you, you stumped me on that one. I'm going to count it, though. <laughs> favorite band or musician? Okay. 
new bomb terrorists. Ooh, I like that too. Uh, if we're rolling out, are we going to go to a diner, a drive-in, or a dive together? Which one are we going to? Dive. Soup, salad, or breadsticks? Just hang on a sec. The Blackfoot Truck Stop in Inglewood, Calgary. That's where that's where I'm taking you for our first date. Oh, I'm right now. I'm right now. Write it down. This is this is my favorite one of these, Lucas. I'm getting actual information. Normally, these are just rap. I like this a lot. All right, Coach. Soup, salad, or breadsticks? Which one we go? Salad. Uh, I, salad. Uh, salad is what uh, I ought to be ordering. <laughs> <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Oh, the golden hour, sunset. Come on, better for you, baby. Let's go. We look better at golden hour. <laughs> Favorite TV show of all time. Southern California sunset, magical. Um, it's whales. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. What's the next question? <laughs> Favorite TV show all time. Cheers. Last question for you. Would you like a million dollars cash right now? Correct. Oh, Lucas, was it after the buzzer again? Unfortunately, yes. Once again, we couldn't get the last question in time. Coach, I apologize. I'm going to put the briefcase back into the the, uh, safe here. You are the 42nd consecutive coach to not win the million dollars cash that I definitely have and am not lying about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm disappointed to hear that, but... uh... You know, it's an opportunity to learn and grow from it, right? That's it, right? Hey, come on. For the, for the parents and the players watching at home, if you don't love this guy already, all right, if this is not a guy you want to play for, this is also a guy, I'll tell you this much, he's got to win every argument with the stripes, Lucas, because this is – Coach, you're a big dude on that bench. You're, you're a guy who – it's fun for me to watch Lucas have to interview you, ice side, because you got about a foot and a half on him. It's Yeah, well, I, I – yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm a larger human, that's for sure. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a different climate when the microphone microphone gets up there. And we actually, you may not know this, Coach, but the, the Dan K show, and specifically Dan, has a rule um, in my contract where anyone who's above six foot three uh, is a mandatory Lucas Jones interview. As a man who stands proudly at five eight and five eighths, um, it's, a, it's a bit of a gong show down there. I mean, just do your best, Lucas. That's all we can ask, right? And, and the results, will, the chips will fall where they may. That's it. I got, I got big calves from standing on my toes for so long during some of those interviews. So I'll take yeah. that. I'll take that as a positive. Well, Coach, we thank you for joining us here. I know you are busy on the recruiting trail right now. We have a, a way that we close out each and every week's show. We have our parting words. We call them our final, our final thoughts. For the listeners, the players, the parents, the fans listening in here on the Most Watched Show in Junior Hockey, Lucas, you are usually not verbose here. I'm going to guess you don't have anything for us again. That's correct. He has nothing. But, Coach, i got to imagine you have something great for the folks at home. Your parting words for today's podcast, what do you want to close out with for the hockey fans listening in? Well, I, I think the last weekend of June, guys start getting nervous and um <laughs> You know, signings are, are right, left, and center. And I, I think it's really important that players and families, that they do their homework um, and ask questions and, and, and talk to other members of, uh, of the team that have played on that team uh, where, the, where the offer is coming from from the previous year. And, and those parents reach out to 
parents that played in the program the the, the year previous as well. And the, the more homework a player and parent do, uh, the more comfortable they're going to be making the decision uh, wherever that ultimately ends up being. So do, do your homework. That, that, that's my parting words. Absolutely awesome, Coach. And my parting words always go along with our guests. And I'm going to kind of piggyback off that from Coach. And I'm going to say your next question might just be the right one and it might just give you the answer you need, right? We can't be afraid to ask questions in this recruiting process in this game of junior hockey. And we can't be afraid to be that squeaky wheel because that's the one that gets the oil, right? We want to make sure that we're reaching out to college coaches. We're reaching out to head coaches throughout junior hockey. We're reaching out to where we might want to play. We're reaching out to where we may want to play in the future. We're reaching out to where we may want to go to school. We want to make sure that we are communicating. Communication is the key to all things success. Make sure you communicate and do not be afraid to ask a question. If you're asking questions, if you're communicating, and that other side, whether it be a junior hockey coach, whether it be a college hockey coach, whether it be a scout, whether it be uh, someone in financial services with your college, whatever it may be, if they're not responsive, if they're not helping out, that might just answer your question, that that might not be the place to be. I know Jeremy and the Ontario Junior Reign are a place to be. They are a destination to play. They're not just making you better on the ice. They're making you better off the ice. They're making you better in the classroom. They're making you better in the community. And they're making your kids better people. For you parents, for you players, the Ontario Junior Reign are here to stay. And they are here to reign. The kings of the South Southwest, I guess would be, Lucas? Would it be, I mean, South Pacific West? I don't know. I'm not geographically smart. We talked about it. Dumbest man with three degrees. Gotta be him. I, it's gotta be me. Jeremy Bloomis, our guest this week. We thank our sponsors, Remastered Sleep, Selly Salt. We're talking Body Trick. Go to body-trick.com. We're talking to Pueblo Bulls Run with the Bulls. We're talking GMU Sport. We're talking everything in between. When Dan K is on the mic, he's always hockey night. Thank you for listening in and keep watching. Go to dankshow.com to learn more. Thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey, The Dan K Show, presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about The Dan K Show, head to www.dankshow.com.